welcome everyone to Films with the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. Hey everyone. Just me and Jess tonight, because we are doing Dark Waters. The and we're the only film. ones that wanted to see it. <laughs> we are the only ones who wanted I'm surprised you even you wanted to see it. I saw it like maybe a week and a half ago, like kind of around when it first came out, just because I was like, eh, it's getting good stuff. I like the Ruffalo and... You know, I like Todd Haynes, the director, so I'll give it a try. And, uh, you know, I saw it on, like, a weekend, a bunch of old people in the theater. What what made you go and want to see this? Um, I think mostly because of the residents. Um, DuPont was heavily influenced here. A lot of my friends' parents um, worked for DuPont, and they lost their jobs um, when the merger happened. Um, and I, I really like Longwood Gardens, and they're all held by DuPont and Newmore's, and I just feel like it's kind of like home for me. So, And I didn't hear about the story. I I'm, This is all new to me, so I was really curious about um, all the drama in this. Yeah, this is um, – I was going to mention that to you because, like, you've – for listeners don't know, Jess has lived in Delaware her entire life. The main corporation in this, I guess the main antagonist is DuPont, which if, I guess if you're not from around the area, it's a very large – uh, chemical manufacturer. Um, yeah, no, I know people who have worked there too. And, uh, I lived in Delaware for a few years, still live somewhat close to the state. Um, so yeah, the, the, the plot of dark waters, people who don't know and don't know what the fuck we're talking about DuPont for, uh, inspired by a shocking true story, a tenacious attorney played by Mark Ruffalo uncovers a dark secret that connects a growing number of unexplained deaths due to one of the world's largest corporations, DuPont. Yeah, DuPont Corporation. They are not painted uh, flatteringly in this in this film. Uh, if you have not seen Dark Waters, I think it has a shot at being up for some some Oscar stuff. Uh, it's getting I think good. so. I think it's got a shot. There's usually a f- ten best pictures. It could sneak in there. Director Todd Haynes, I believe, has been nominated before. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's won stuff before, so there's some good there's some good stuff in here that could uh, that could sneak its way in. It's not a favorite, but uh, if you haven't seen it and you're interested, it's you know in theaters right now, or at least for a little while longer. Um, you should go check it out if you have any interest. We rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. And our lead character, our protagonist, is Robert Billet. That's Mark Ruffalo's character. He is a corporate uh, defense attorney for chemical uh, manufacturing companies. So he defends chemical companies from lawsuits. Uh, and his he's kind of thrown up in the in the air one day when a when a farmer from a town his grandmother is from uh, Wilbert Tennant played by Bill Camp uh, he shows up and he's like I got a problem here all my cows are dying and I think that uh, one of these chemical companies might have something to do with it and this unfolds into a big raveling tale of of all kinds of scary chemicals being released and corporate irresponsibility and cover up and and the little man getting hurt and the the big corporate lawyer trying to fight for him, and it, it's it's a very unraveling and kind of frightening tale. Um, but the plot, what do you think of the plot, Jess? So the I think I, I'm going to give this a high rating, especially because um, it resonates with me. So this plot is mm-hmm. kind of like something you've been so familiar about, like it employed your family, and you thought, oh, this is a great company, like this is great for Delaware, the economy's, it's, um, everyone's doing well, and just... When you hear about the story, I was like, wait, how did I not know this? Was I totally blinded by it? Or did we not hear the real side? Um, uh, so you didn't know anything about this scandal? I knew a no. decent bit of what happened here. This made it even more real to me. But I, I, yeah, I didn't know if you were aware of this story at all going in. 
Uh, no, I wasn't at all. So I was aware of the whole Teflon thing, but I had no idea there's a linkage between Teflon and DuPont. Um, hmm. So yeah, I okay. guess I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes, it's one of their main product lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I learned that. I learned a lot watching this. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm sure is very educational for a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of people don't know about about this story and about uh, the the background of these chemicals, the PFOAs, as they're as they're called. There was, and, and I'm glad they illustrated it really well in the movie because I feel like it's something everyone um, should be aware about. And so back to the plot. I'm probably going to give this a four. Um, and I can see why people, well, I think most people like it. And I'm more, you're probably surprised why I like it because it doesn't seem like my kind of movie. Um, I was and, surprised you wanted to go see it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like darkest hourish a little bit. Like it's really <laughs> slow and it's about a certain topic and I mean at least it's about science which I like way more than history. Um, yes. So <laughs> you, were the, you were the STEM person on the show. <laughs> yeah, so that that got me a little bit there. Um but yeah, it it's not my typical kind of movie. It's not a thriller, it's not really funny. It's kind of, you know, documentary-ish, but you know, it's a good watch. Um so I'm going to give it a 4. I'm on board with you on a four. Um, I didn't, I wasn't rushing out to see this. It was kind of like, I have, you know, we have our subscription services. I'm like, I haven't really used mine up this week. What's out right now? I'm like, oh, that, that trailer looked okay. I, I know the story a little bit. I go check it out and it uh, exceeded my expectations. I really enjoyed this quite a bit. Um, not, it, I mean, I think we just did a similar, or I, uh, I just did a similar thing with uh, Richard Jewell, the Monday's episode. It's paint by numbers in a really good, compelling uh, way that doesn't, I don't lose my attention on the plot ever. I can follow everything that's going on. They make, um, the the main subject which is the PFOAs the forever chemicals this is a chemical manufactured by DuPont in the 40s and 50s and they used it in all kinds of household products um they were originally used for military purposes but it's basically a chemical that makes things not stick and that has many utilities like I just said Teflon used in a lot of uh, home frying pans so that things don't stick to them and uh, you learn that these chemicals are not are not good for for you or anybody at all they're very <laughs> bad the actually or the cows or trees or people or, or any and everything yeah they're they're very harmful um but this did not come to light for decades many decades um people were might have been aware in the background but we we learned that as it goes um but i find our lead character very compelling as he falls through this rabbit hole pretty likable uh i think you feel bad for who you're supposed to feel bad for and you are upset with who you do not or you're not supposed to like um yeah the plot carries us through and i like our conclusion which i guess we'll get to later in our resonance and feel it's it's like a dark but hopeful kind of conclusion which is you know i usually like those kind of things so i'm on board with you a four for the plot uh do you the character think some is- of it is kind of like coincidental when I was like thinking back about the movie, I was kind of like, so what are the chances this lawyer goes through this huge, huge stack of papers and is like, oh, I wonder what PFOA is. Like, there's probably so many chemical chains and names. And then he goes to his friend and his friend's like, I don't know what PFOA is, but I know PFOJ and that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think, so one, dramatized, there's a scene where there's literally a, 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 a giant room filled with boxes of papers and he's just going through it one by one like a crazy person, uh, which they mentioned. So I think that's dramatized. I don't know how much of that actually went down that way. But I think when you're going through documents and you can kind of, you, because PFOA came up constantly, and he didn't know what it was. Like, I think maybe some other ones, uh, other chemicals they called by name. Um, I think it was 
this was like a catch-all for uh, uh, the forever chemicals. So I, I, I kind of bought that. I, I bought that he would this that this word that he'd never heard of stuck out, and that he searched it, he couldn't find anything, and you know maybe he did that with other things, and we saw him come up with actual search results, and we just skipped over that because you, you can't do that over and over again. But um, <laughs> I guess I bought into the PFOAs being being discovered by him because of he's displayed as a crazy person searching for everything. Um, and, and he's our lead. He's who we're with the whole time. Robert Billet, the former corporate lawyer turned, uh, defender of the, of the little guy. Um, his wife is Sarah Billet. That's Anne Hathaway's character. Um, you know, she's given some stuff to do, but, and she's some dramatic parts, but she's not really super involved. Um, Tom Turp is Tim, uh, it's Tim Robbins character. He is, uh, Robert's boss at the, uh, at the firm. Um, he kind of flip flops around on his positioning and how you feel about him. Like I said earlier, Bill Camp is the poor, the poor farmer who has had the cows being killed uh, by 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 this chemical in the water. Uh, and then who are some other guys? Uh, you got like Phil Donnelly and. Um, what about Phil- like the friends whose house, um, or well, neighbor's house burned down, but that. Oh yeah, the 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 older couple. They yeah. they worked they worked with them. Yeah, we get a couple of those little characters who like know little things. Oh, uh, Bill Pullman is the lawyer later. That like real local lawyer who's on their he's on their side, but he's not very smart. So they have to like try to make sure he knows what he's saying. Um, and then the main bad guy, I think is I think Phil Donnelly is the main bad guy. Um, and he's you know the the uh, large executive in in Dupont. Um, they they know him personally. The defense attorneys do and um he's their first contact in and then he you know turns on them when they start digging for more information so uh just what do you think of the characters in this movie um so i i like rob i think some parts he could have been i don't know a little more into his character i feel like he always just looked lost or maybe when he was mad he should have seemed more mad when he was frustrated he should have seemed more frustrated but he kind of seemed like he was roaming around i mean it, it wasn't anything that was really distracting or I thought it was untrue but um mm-hmm. I don't know I think you could have given it a little bit more um as for Anne Hathaway I don't I don't think I liked her and it took me a while to realize in general if I did, or just in this just I don't know I, mm. I don't really know in general if I really like her mm, um I feel I'll like to bring that up in later shows see what see what I know I feel like it's she's too by the book it's like okay you're sad cue the tear cue the trembling lip cue the whatever <laughs> accent you're doing Sure. And it, it sometimes it just doesn't feel like it fits for her, or she's it's unnatural, and her character kind of flip flops. So I think at a moment she's really passionate about Rob, and then she's really concerned about don't do it, like you, we don't have enough money, and she's like, oh look at this amazing stuff you did, and then she's kind of like, I think yeah. the most part she's just jealous that he gets to go to work and she hates being a mom because that's what it made it seem like. Oh, really? Interesting. I thought it was just that he she wants him to be at home more, not that she wants. I mean, she was a former lawyer. They bring yeah, it up. I kind of felt like she missed being a lawyer and missed doing the research and that's being a a- away from the family. I think she kind of resented him for that a bit because he was so involved in something and so passionate and she's kind of left with the kids and her husband's distant and she kind of wants to put herself into her um, job too because she kept saying, yeah, I was a lawyer, but I-, I left it for my family and it doesn't seem like she didn't sound like a good there's thing. that guy at the um dinner party who like condescendingly is like oh those lady lawyers you know once they have the babies and it's like yes i'm the lady lawyer like that that uh that dinner thing with the old the old lawyer who doesn't like <laughs> but yeah no it's an interesting point i didn't think of it that way that's the, you, you got some points there 
Yeah, and um, props to the farmer, because I don't know what kind of farmer would be so persistent to get a lawyer to um, really investigate his land. Because, I mean, I'm sure being a farmer, you, you don't know how these things work. You don't know how to even, you know, start a whole movement or mm-hmm. get... Re- and he, you know, he saved organs of his cows and he has all this proof and he's doing the best that he can and he's so persistent. Um, so I really admire... Um, you know how passionate he is and how into his farming and his family and he can even tell like his whole community like something's wrong and um he was the biggest voice so props to him what does that land on then uh i don't know a four i think think it was good a four yeah, we're lining it up so far. I'm also at a four here. Um, I like Robert a lot. He's, I think, well, not typically Mark like Mark Ruffalo. Sometimes he's a little much for me, but for the most part, I like him. I like him here. Um, I, I like Dan Hathaway, I guess, more than, than you did. Um, maybe in the second half, I, I, had, I had to warm up to her. Um, but she gets emotional with him later. Like, it's it's more of a, I can tell this is taking, like, a, a toll on their marriage and it's really straining them. And, yeah, she doesn't always make the, the, the same cohesive argument to him. But it just, I mean, this is wearing on him and her and it's and the, and you know they have three kids as and that are you know young when this is all happening it's going on for years and for you know the first several years it sounds like conspiracy theory shit it sounds like a crazy person it doesn't it's not till way later in the movie where you know it actually comes out that he, he he's right um uh, Tim Robbins' character, who's his boss. I know we didn't talk about him. I like him a lot. I follow him because he's kind of like the typical boss where at the beginning he's like, you can't do this. Like, you're crazy. You can't go after this story. It's not going to work. And, like, well, these are our clients. You can't do this. And then later on there's, like, a boardroom scene where, like, um, the one new partner that used to be his buddy is arguing with him. I think they used the scene in the trailer where he's like, you're going to go after the biggest corporation You're gonna, as like a, as an informant? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then the boss steps in. He's like, this this is what we should do in law. This is why everyone hates lawyers, because we, we squabble over wanting to win, and we don't want to fight for what's right and what the truth is. And I'm like, oh, oh it's, it's a good little thing. I thought you were going to be a bad guy, but you're kind of more of a good guy by the end. How um, do you feel about when Anne Hathaway confronted him at the hospital? Uh, I like that scene. I like it a lot. Because um, I like, I guess I like both of them this whole time. Um, it, you know, I, It's another, like, Anne Hathaway feels upset and hurt. And she's angry at him, but like he can't really do anything because like he's it's not really his fault. It's kind of like a misplaced anger kind of thing. But um, it was a hurting scene. I I enjoyed that scene. I don't think I ever got teary eyed in here. Um, but that doesn't mean the resonance and feel wasn't strong. Um, and then yeah, as you said, Wilbur Tennant, the 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 farmer. Um, oh, he's so good. He's incredible. <laughs> uh, Bill Bill Camp's portrayal, his accent, all his mannerisms. He. F- felt like just a random guy like he didn't like he seemed the most like a real person in this so really good job there a couple of other good performances but those are the main ones um four because you know it wasn't like a stick with me blow me away performance everyone's just really solid um but the the visuals yeah there wasn't a blow me away but everything is like it's a four i think a four is extremely extremely accurate um visual and sound i'm curious what you think here what do you think of that uh yeah, cause I th- feel like this movie it's not super creative or it's been done before and it's just it's not like an over the top genre. So there's not one scene where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna remember that forever or oh, that was like super artistic. It was mm-hmm. kind of day by day, well year by year because it, it covered twenty seven years, years worth yeah. of this. Yeah. So <laughs> this is probably bad, but the the scene that stuck on me the most 
was um, when the little girl was riding her bike and she <laughs> she smiled at um, it's so gross. Rob and oh my gosh, all her teeth were black and she just had this innocent like, oh I'm so happy smile like I, I'm riding my bike it's a nice day out and yeah. the, her teeth and her gums were just like tar they were. Uh, I I'm like that scene because that for the or, worst. <laughs> originally he drove by and saw them, and then later on in the movie when he's deeper in and starts to think about the, the cow's teeth turning black, he has like a flashback to remembering what she actually looked like when she smiled at him, and that's when he realizes like, oh god, it's everywhere. Like I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that I agree. That stood out. Uh, I feel like there was one other one I can't think of. Uh, maybe it'll come back to me. But there was another scene like that. Oh, I remember. Okay. It was when the, um, one of the very last scenes where he was at the gas station and um, what was his name? Bucky. One of yeah. the um, people who actually, you know, he played himself. And I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, that's awesome. He's in another documentary that I've actually seen about this exact thing, about his whole his whole story. He has birth defects. um from from PFOA because his mother worked on uh, one of the one of the assembly lines. Yeah, so um, he was there. He was in the last scene, and he you know he waved to Rob, and I think he asked him a question about sports. Just so yeah, he was like, well, uh, "What was this? Did you catch the score of the game?" kind of thing, and he's like, eh, "All right, bye." Like, yeah, yeah, and I mean, everyone who watched the movie would piece that together because the scene of um, the photograph of him as a baby, you know, that's such like a prominent face, and when you see him in person, it's kind of like. Oh wow! Like that's you know living proof of how terrible everything is and how terrible everything was handled. And I th- I think that was a cool scene to add in there, um, just tying it all back together. But I mean, other than that, I mean, this this movie was not made to have strong visuals or not made to have I don't know a good soundtrack. <laughs> so I feel like sure. this. I agree with you on the sound. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie, I don't know. It's not. This isn't supposed to be like a solid Cinco category. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it a 3-5, not because I didn't like it, but it just, it wasn't the main turning point of the movie. It wasn't the purpose. I'm going to stick with the, f- I'm stick on my fours and give it a four because you're right. This is a type of movie that it's not supposed to be this big visual or sound spectacle, um, which m- makes me think it's all the better that, I, n- not just the two scenes you mentioned, but there's a lot of really stark and memorable scenes. The sound is just kind of like a dark brooding, like overture kind of sound. It's not specific songs for the most part, but like um, I'm thinking the cow burial scene where we go to the field and like, there's just piles of dead cow graves everywhere. And he talks about how he has to stand them up or uh, keep stacking them up. And we're like, well, the cow goes crazy and he has to shoot it. That's all shot really well. Um, the, uh, what's, what's the one later on that I was just thinking of? Oh crap. I just lost it. It was, it's, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, th- those other ones you're talking about, I like a lot of the boardroom scenes, how they're shot. Oh, I remember now the, in the gar- the parking garage when he's go- about to go oh. turn his car back on after that really scary meeting with, uh, all, yeah, the- all that tension. And you think he, they don't say anything at all. You just, you just know the, the, the fire at the house that the, uh, the other people just happened. Like, you know, the, and the helicopters over the farmer and he's about to put the key in and he's like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. Cause he thinks something might happen. He thinks it might blow up or someone's going to pop out or something. But you know, that's, that's a tense scene. There's for a movie that's so conventional and paint by numbers, there's a lot of good, strong tension throughout here. And I think that has a lot to do with the camera work and, and just a simple yet brooding background soundtrack so i'm gonna land the four you're right it does it's not a solid single material it's just not that kind of movie but for what it is it's it's 
really good. Um, and the the ending the ending here is is kind of crazy. So there's like the big final um, showdown between Dupont and uh, and Bill Pullman's character Harry, the local lawyer, as well as Mark Ruffalo and his his whole team. Um, and they they're agree to do this big study. And if the study finds that the PFOAs are causing adverse effects in people affected people in the area, that DuPont will be responsible for a myriad of things and love to pay for a bunch of stuff. And if they do not find significant findings, then, then they're off the hook and this is, and it's done. Um, they get, what is it? 50,000 something participants, volunteers, 60,000. They get a lot. That's the largest human study ever done. There was 70,000 in the city and 69 signed up. And then the years start ticking by because it's so many people and because DuPont's probably doing some holding up shit behind the scenes and the marriage kind of gets a little more strained and he gets discouraged and, and he's also happening. getting picked on by the people because they're just like, "Are you? You're supposed to be fixing this. What are you doing? Like, continue right. working. Like, something's wrong." And he's getting, he's getting all the blame for it when he's doing as best as he can. It's just not all in his hands. He gets the health problems with the with the shaking of the arms and legs, where he's having kind of like minor strokes. His boss, I mean, again, doing his best, but he has to cut his pay again because there's just he keeps spending all this time on this, and there's just no no progress. And then eventually, later, out of the blue, he gets a call that he was right, and a bunch of these people have major risks for different types of cancers, um, different type of blood diseases, uh, high uh, rates of birth defects for mothers uh carrying children who worked there at the time were exposed and so it was finds all because all this... dupont dumped this sludge right by um the water right the major dumping grounds is where you f- you find um high concentrations i think they said one part per million so that's a drop in an olympic sized swimming pool is the equivalent is enough to increase risks of of diseases and they found six parts per million in more heavily concentrated areas so six times the amount and then there's that whole scene in there where they're like it's actually 150 parts is safe because they pay off that one uh that one um scientist who's like oh this is my opinion that it, you know there's there's plenty of safety and it's not that bad, big a deal um but the science proves mark ruffalo is right but that that doesn't matter dupont's too big too powerful um they they fight all the suits and it's too hard for them to just give the payouts and we fought, we get the big speech at the end where he's like the system's rigged du- government's held to dupont where he's yelling at his wife he's like doesn't matter how right we are we we it's we just can't win and and it's really sad and sobering but then we get a little ending thing where it's like he's still fighting small cases today he won he wants case after case and the cases get bigger and he gets more money for his clients. And, you know, he keeps fighting for the little guy, even to this day, that's like the epilogue. Um, and then comes on the screen that I think that I didn't know going in is it's like PFOAs are in almost all living things and 99% of humans. And I'm like, huh? I'm looking around. I'm like, that's in everyone. <laughs> it's in all of us. <laughs> I'm like, I've lived in Delaware. I'm pretty sure I've been affected. No I'm one like, Oh, it was, it, was ugh, it, it still makes me sweating in my seat right now, but <laughs> the reasons it feel, Jess. And I think, didn't it say that, yeah, well, you you, you said a good scene for resonates yes. and feels. It resonates and feels because um, it's literally yeah. in me. It's in all, it's in you listening at home. It's in you. Yeah. 
So you, you can't hide unless you're that lucky one percent. Yeah, I'm um, thinking that's gonna be like people in like the middle of like the Arctic, the Amish or the something. Amish. <laughs> I'm thinking of like people geographically like way far, like people in like I don't know northern Canada, like people who are so far away from don't everything you- <laughs> that it hasn't got to them yet. Yeah, I mean, I think this resonance and feel hits me in a lot of ways. Um, one where I already spoke about in the beginning. Um, this is close to home just because I have friends and family that have worked for DuPont. Um, so it, I'm curious to know more about it because I really didn't even know there was a scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, two, I can remember when I was like, I don't know, I was little and my mom went on this like Teflon purge where she's like, we're getting rid of all the like, Teflon. She was like Mark Ruffalo in that one scene where he's like, in the, I thought someone was breaking in. We have to get rid of the pans. They're killing us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but basically like we got rid of all our pans and I, I remember I that and I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, don't microwave with that <laughs> and stuff. And yeah, she totally went crazy. Um. And I had no idea that was DuPont's responsibility. I just remember the Teflon scandal. I guess I just didn't know who, whose finger um, to point at for that. Um, and then there's the residence in feel. I think I felt it most when um, Mark Ruffalo was in the hospital. Um, all of this tension has been building on for years and years and years. He's got strains in his marriage, um, strains in you know his income, the whole society is depending on him and i'm sure on the back of his mind he's like so what if all the blood work comes out and they don't find anything or they you know they fake the results and then all this would be for nothing so he's in a tremendous number uh amount of stress and he get these you know heart attack stroke kind of things um and that's you know it's really scary just to be trying to do the best thing and you're really advocating for a good cause and it it does this to you and he really had no support system to that was you know it was just him for the longest um, time it took forever for even his wife to believe him let alone you know his his colleagues and the, and the public yeah so i think that probably was the most moving scene um the farmer died and that was sad because you know he started this movement he recognized it and um you know he caught it and his wife caught it and it, i mean it was it, that was hard um and then i think what we were talking about before and that was kind of like that was just one chemical that just shot out mm-hmm. at him you can't imagine like how many other things there right. are this, um whether it's, it's DuPont, just one chemical anywhere one else chemical i've worked at chemical corporations before i don't i don't know all the, all the shit that they, that, they, that they do exactly like you read your shampoo bottle and you're just like what is all this stuff like is this good for me like it's being absorbed to my skin is is that okay and it unfortunately i feel like it isn't until someone notices something's wrong that they actually do research and um ban it or you know take it away but it's kind of it's like all right this works let's do it and you know that's it so it's it's kind of scary how harmful all these inorganic things are getting put in our body, um, and we can't do anything about it. And that that kind of resonates <laughs> a lot. It does. So. <laughs> like the ending yeah, of this it, movie, it really like, r- kind of wrecked me. I'm like, wow, we're we're so fucked. It's in everything. Like it's literally in. You can't touch something. You probably touch something today that has this shit in it, and let alone other things. And um, can't run, can't hide. You <laughs> can't just, run, you can't just hide. Embr- 
embrace the PFOA. It's part of us now. It's like I, I'm only organic. I'm like, doesn't matter. It's in the world's water supply. You can't, you can't hide from it. It's everywhere. No. Nope. Yep. So yeah. I think I'm gonna prop. I don't know a four or five for me. And again, this is a different residence and feel than being really happy or being really scared. It gave me more of an awareness. And it makes me want to, you know, watch more movies like this or documentaries that reveal, you know, our common food or water and, you know, what what's all that actually doing to us. Yeah, I'm on board with the four or five. Um, and I do watch a lot of those types of documentaries and dramatized films like this where it's about something that's affecting all of us. There's a lot of ones on food, especially about big farms and how kind of fucked up all their shit is. Food Inc.'s an obvious one. Um, but this one really did hit. Like as hard as one I can remember, I was pretty impressed by this. I was going and expecting it to be kind of like a three across the board, like eh, it was fine, it's okay. This is much better than it has any right of being, and the end really does knock you back. And like, ooh, it, it, like it's not for the faint at heart. Like you have to be ready to be like, yeah, the world. It, it, it's a, it's an undeniably dark ending with a little bit of hope because Mark Ruffalo, not real Mark Ruffalo, but like Robert Billet, the real guy, is still out there fighting the fight, and I'm sure there are other people doing it, but like it's inescapable all the big that not just not just that the big guys have the power and like can throw around the weight and everything they want but the fact that it's the damage is like done this this shit takes hundreds of thousands of years to break down because it's literally called a forever chemical the 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 makeup of the chemical is to be unbreakable that's why they used it for for pans that don't stick and and nuclear and war tanks and it's everywhere um but yeah, uh, everyone did good in this. It made me feel a lot. Um, no tears quite. I'm just going to knock it back from the five just because there's no tears. Just, just a small caveat. It's a small caveat. I know. I know. I have that that stubborn tear, tear qualifier. But a four or five, a deserving four or five. Um, and I think it's pretty obvious here. Uh, Jess, would you recommend Dark Waters? Um, yes, I would. And did you ever question why it's called Dark Waters? I kind of thought it was, it was like this. The is... chemicals make the water dark? I don't know. I don't know. It just kind of seemed like, you know, a pirate at sea drama. It's like Dark Waters. <laughs> it's kind of what you think of. <laughs> if you went into this thinking you're going to see a pirate at sea drama, I, I think you, you would have thought that you walked into the wrong movie very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think because I think I one because the like it's all about the water supply going to the cows. That's the main jumping off point. Is the water is contaminated because there's a nearby toxic dumping site, and that's fucking up all the animals. Um, and that's not literally making the waters dark, but all the camera shots and shit. It's it's unclean water, and the dark waters is also like you know it's like it's you have to murkily go and work your way to this unknown hidden thing that only a few people know about, and those few people are on your side. So you know, do 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 do. Yeah, good. I like it. Yes, <laughs> except it's real. <laughs> um. uh, but yes, I would recommend it. Um, I can understand how people would not be interested in this. This is not a fast-moving plot. Um, it's there's not things jumping out at you. It's not going to make you laugh. It's not. No, it won't. You probably won't cry. Like three laughs um, in here, and they're like, I mean, uh, oh, yeah. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I mean, frankly, a lot of people don't care about this stuff and they, they really should because this is your body. But um, I don't know. I think more people should watch it. And after I watched it, I wanted like to help, you know, Rob and his, um, you know, fighting this. And I'm like, where's can I donate to this? Or <laughs> is there something I can do? Because it's, it's just kind of like the little guy and he, he made it and it's he helped all of us. Um, so it just made me feel like 
I, I needed to help or I needed to do something. And, you know, that's great. So I think everyone should watch it and hopefully have that same kind of reaction. Yeah, I'm 100% on the recommended side with you. Um, yeah, I'm not the biggest eco-conservative kind of person. Like, I'm not, like, trying to go out and, and just to ban plastic straws. But, you know, I, I do my best in my day-to-day life not to be too disruptive. And this this is a movie that makes you do, do think about environmentalism causes and, and what the big guys are doing to things. And, you know, it's it's effective well acted across the board, solidly directed, um, tight, tight story that that takes you from A to B to C and in strong ways that make you follow everything and feel it and not ever be confused. Um, just a really solid movie and with more resonance and feel than I thought it would have. Um, two, two pretty strong recommends for Dark Waters. I know this is a bit of a shorter episode because, well, we had a longer one at the beginning of the week and I know it's not out yet, but we should have our Star Wars talk episode coming out tomorrow i think um it's uh we had some recording issues earlier this week so that got delayed but we should have that coming out we are going to have our full star wars review as well of rise of skywalker that will be coming next week uh and then oscar movies that are kind of left uncut gems 1917 um just mercy uh and then what's another one? bombshell that uh for the fox news one we'll be doing that one um this is all on an availability basis because Oscar movies are weird. They'll come out in like three theaters, so they'll count for the Oscars at the end of the month, but they won't go wide until January 10th. So we'll we'll get them as they come out. We'll fill in the gaps with uh, listener suggestions as well. Uh, but if you have anything to recommend to us in the meantime, Films with the Women of My Life on Facebook, and I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. And one last thing before we go, we are doing a new thing uh, Instagram-wise. It's an interact. It's not interactive, but it's a... Well, it is. It's interactive for our four hosts. We're going to be on and do... Um, a, well, Jess calls it a dodgeball pick'em, but it's a, a draft for people who, <laughs> anyone who plays fantasy sports or knows what fantasy sports are, uh, we are going to draft the top movies of 2019. Not uh, our favorites necessarily, not the biggest money makers, just the top. What we think people will like the most. Uh, we are going to have that episode in a couple weeks. I'll explain more details on how that works. But basically, we're each going to draft eight movies. And they're going to go up against each other in that tournament that we have on our Instagram. And uh, see see who picks the winning, the winning movie. And if we haven't reviewed it, we'll review it. But I'm going to guess we probably would have already reviewed it since we... We covered most of the good stuff in 2019, so stay tuned for details on that. That episode should be coming in a few weeks, and that will be on Brennan underscore podhost on Instagram. Any additional details on that would be good. Looking forward to that one. Um, that's I think that's it for this one. Shorter episode, but uh, we got we got more stuff coming up. Uh, Jess, thanks for being on for Dark Waters. Yeah, thanks for having me. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your Nicole Delessio. This show is produced by Brandon.